It's the turn of the millennium, and you're excited to see the new Star Wars movie out on DVD. So you go to your local blockbuster, but they're fresh out. So what can you do but go home and you log on to the net? Because you're trying to find some of your favorite flicks like Star Wars. And then you discover there's this new service that will send DVDs to your house through the mail? That's right. You found your favorite flicks on the net. This week, we're talking about CBS All Access. Welcome, everybody, to Whoa. How Star Wars Is It? Hello. Welcome to the show. This is, my name is Josiah. Mine's Mike, and this week we're actually not talking about CBS All Access. We're talking about no. Netflix. We're talking about Netflix. and uh, In general. What's how, <laughs> yeah, what's How Star Wars Is It, you might ask? Well, it is the only podcast, and it's where we rate things on a scale of 1 to 10 of not how good they are, how bad they are, but how Star Wars they are. Uh, we compare things to Star Wars. You get the drill. Yeah. You get the drift. You and, know the drill. Uh, this week, it's we're, we're covering our first ever online streaming platform. <laughs> mm-hmm. And some would say the first online streaming platform in general. I don't know if that's actually true. Now, of course, um, we've used online streaming platforms to watch movies as well as recaps of movies. <laughs> it's true. To, it's true, to we have. talk about on the show. Of course, we watched The Mandalorian, which was on one of the Disney newest Plus. streaming platforms, Disney+. Plus. Now, so Netflix is... Another one of those things that's just sort of universally liked, mm, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's Whether right. We are, we are recording this in mid-October, just like last week's episode. We are uh, we're doing this in mid-October. Our goal here was to come up with something that is just like super approachable and universally liked because we don't know what the state of the country is going to be these weeks after election day. <laughs> yes, we probably still we might still not know who won and uh, it's going to be stressful no matter what. So yeah. have some fun relaxing episodes. And we figured now and, might not be the time if if you're looking for a fun escape, something like Scooby-Doo Return to Zombie Island that most likely none of you have seen might not be the most like approachable topic. <laughs> well, and mostly because that that we were very politically charged during that episode. <laughs> Yeah. It's very a very controversial episode, um, but yeah, Netflix is like so. So, so Netflix sucks because it's like every big corpor- <laughs> it's like every big corporation. Uh-huh. Um, but it also and is. Here's why they suck. They canceled the OA. They canceled the OA. I they canceled. Patriot. Loved the OA. They canceled Patriot Act, which was a good one. Uh, also, they canceled strange. fucking American Vandal. Yeah. Did oh, you that watch show's that show? So funny. That show I watched the first so season. Fucking good. My my girlfriend Charlie loves that show, and she was like, "You have to watch the first season." And I was kind of like eye rolling, like whatever. And then I watched it, and I was like, "This show is truly, actually I, genius." I'm like jealous that you still have an entire season that you could watch at some point. <laughs> well, we watched the first episode of the second season, and there was too much poop stuff, oh, and it well, made me really poop. grossed out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like, I don't know if I can do this, Man, but I love that show. it's great. And, and but despite Netflix's shortcomings and it being weird with how it decides what shows make it or don't. It is just everybody has it. Yeah. And everybody uses it. It's you become know? a thing like, um, you know, just an assumed 
Like, like if someone's talking about something and it's on HBO, like I feel like a lot of people just sort of assume everybody has HBO as well. But like far yeah. more people just assume everybody has Netflix. <laughs> oh yes, it's like it's like Netflix of the streaming services. Netflix seems sometimes like the uh, network stations that you would have, just like the normal net, like the, <laughs> your ABCs, your CB. Like everyone has that right. with the bunny ears antenna. Right. And so you might not see Disney Channel, but you'll have PBS. And like Netflix yeah. feels like that, where it's like almost everybody has it. And if a new show comes out and it's on Netflix, it feels way more likely that everybody yes. will see it. Yes. Whereas even on like Hulu, with the really good shows on Hulu, it's like not everyone's going to see those, you right, know? Right, right. Um, because it feels like Netflix, and, and whether or not we are backed up by data, I don't know, because we're not gonna look it up. No, <laughs> no, I we feel, won't. I feel like that feels right, you know. It feels right. It feels it feels ubiquitous, and as far as streaming platforms forms go. I mean, look at the beginning of quarantine. Everybody watched Tiger King, and again, I, I realize I'm saying everybody. A lot of people watch Tiger King. Uh, we watched it because, like, we we were on the early end of it because Caitlin said, like, some friend of hers was talking about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's check that out. And then we watched it. And now just the idea of thinking about it is, like, I feel like it's hack just to even remember mm -hmm. having watched the show. <laughs> yeah. Not even, well, not even like, to bring anything up about it, but just to be like, oh, God, we watched that. <laughs> well, and, and so, so, like, I have an interesting relationship with streaming in general. I think, like quarantine has been has made streaming weird because like stuff has gone to number one that wouldn't have gone to number one uh -huh. otherwise which i don't want to take away in anybody's like achievements because i think it's very cool that a lot of stuff has done very well um because people have had more time to watch stuff but yeah stuff like tiger king blew up whenever before it might have just been like you know a still a lot of people watched it but wouldn't have like maybe shot to number one yeah, right all sorts of stuff like that but like i never watched tiger king because i've gone on record <laughs> on this show of not liking shows like that um and not liking true crime stuff in general even though i know that's like sort of not true crime but whatever. you like true spooky yes i like true spooky i did watch <laughs> the new I, I did watch netflix's revamp of unsolved mysteries and i was uh -huh. like this is my shit it could have been a ghost <laughs> or most of the time it's just like a sad murder but i'm like but the alien ones i'm like is it an alien <laughs> and almost always i'm like yes maybe uh -huh. this speaking of this is going to be another tangent I started listening to this other podcast mm. uh, that is about that sort of like um, it's called Supernatural with Ashley Flowers. She does the crime junkie thing, which I don't listen to. But this one's all about like unsolved or like mysteries in regards to supernatural uh -huh. stuff like disappearances. Some stuff that's like just crimes that are like weird. Um, but my two two of my favorite things that I've learned from listening to that show is uh, is like first off is that the C. Well, the, the main thing is that the CIA is insane and a bad uh, organization has done a lot of bad things over the over the the decades, not centuries. Wow! Mm -hmm. But the one well, being the know. do you know about MK Ultra? Have you heard about MK Ultra? Oh, that name is MK Ultra is one know. of the conspiracy. Like it's known as one of the conspiracies that's like true because the CIA basically experimented experimented on mind control on like people that they didn't tell they were giving them essentially they gave lsd to a lot of people oh yes of course i was yeah. confusing it with i what i thought you were talking about was michelob ultra ah uh, yes. no that's a that's a light calorie beer yeah 
uh, that, the, that the CIA also tested on unwilling people because uh-huh. everyone who's ever drinking a Michelob Ultra is unwilling and doesn't <laughs> that, actually want to be drinking. That was actually a note in my phone. I have a, a sketch idea note. And mo- for the most part, they're like um, very bad premises or like a character idea that has a one note idea. And it's like, okay, that character piece is done in like 10 seconds tops. And one of them was just the the, the line itself in the note was guy who orders Michelob. <laughs> <laughs> like that's really funny to me. <laughs> like, like, like if you're gonna Michelob. get a shitty beer, it's just like a really fun. It's like ordering a tab. <laughs> it's tab very strange. Cola. Um. So the other one being that the CIA basically experimented with, like, they basically found out they couldn't mind control people with LSD, and they uh, some people died and got really sick because of it. Mm-hmm. And then they also uh, basically uh, did a lot of tests and weird stuff with like Yuri Geller, who was an Israeli psychic, I think that's his name, and a bunch of other psychics, and they found out through a lot of testing that like mm-hmm. it's just real, that it's just real sometimes, that like most of the time uh, these psychics can actually, with like eighty percent accuracy, tell you what you are looking at, or what you are doing, uh-huh. or what you are like thinking, or whatever, in another room, like not connected at all. Like they would have people in different buildings, uh-huh. like look up a random word in the dictionary and like draw a picture of that, and then like have the psychic in an entire other building draw a picture of what they were drew, and it would be right. What? And then they would have them like you know tell tell us what's at these random coordinates, and then they'd be right. Uh, well, are you so, sure this wasn't on Chris Angel Mind Freak? No, dude. This is why it's crazy because it's like the CIA did this, and they they basically like used it like used it during the Iran uh, hostage situation. They used it during what's I can't whatever that really high profile lady who got kidnapped, at Patty Hearst, and they the psychics could t- told them uh, were correct about who did it, but they couldn't figure out where she was, and so basically it eventually lost funding. But the CIA was like. The people, the person in charge of it was like, if we had had a couple more, like maybe 10 or 20 more years, we're pretty sure we could have figured out why it works. But all we know is that like it does work. Some people can do it, but it's not reliable because it only works like, yeah, 75 to 80 percent of the time. And then sometimes random stuff doesn't make it work, but we have no idea why. And I just love that the CIA was just like, yeah, magic is real, but we don't know why. Yeah. And also, and we're going to cut unreliable. the funding because we can't figure it out. Yeah, the, the government was like, well, if it's not helping us kill people, we don't want it. Right. And they were like, well, we were trying to help it kill people. <laughs> and they were like, no. So huh. anyway, that's a fun tangent. I can't remember why I started talking yeah, about and it. So oh, yeah, because spooky stuff. My favorite shows on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's all very intriguing. I would say go listen to those episodes because they're very interesting. So here's here's the thing, Mike. I am bad at watching. So you know how we live in a golden age of television? Sure. Peak TV. Yeah. Heard of it? I am bad at peak TV because I don't often have patience for mm. a full-length drama. Yeah. You know, and I found myself very uninterested in the kind of like gritty is not the right word but the sort of like anti-hero sort of like yeah that's kind of running its course with me too it's and i think it's kind of out of style a little bit now because i am more interested in some of these newer shows but like the ones i always think about are like breaking bad Mad Men, and game of thrones like Mm -hmm. those were huge and everyone was like you have to watch me you have to watch him and i was just like None of those sound interesting to me. I loved Breaking Bad, and I loved the beginning of Game of Thrones, and I saw some of... I think I may have even watched an entire season of Mad Men, and I kind of just, like, stopped, and I I know that it's great, and I just, like... My thing is is some part of what you were just saying, and then another part of just, like... um, 
amount of hours. I'm yes. I'm like yes. I'm really I watched Lost every week. So that's mm-hmm. like a different thing because I like put in years of time over the course of years as opposed to like sort of how you watch things now is like how many can I cram in tonight? And like the idea that yeah. like there's a show that ran six season and each season was like 22 episodes. I'm like, nope, I will not be watching that. <laughs> yes, it's yes. And so I, I guess when I say I'm bad at it, it, it is it, it's basically that right. It's like if it had come on once a week and I was yeah. at home then I might have watched it. Right. Um, That's what's like, holding my attention through the vow right now. Because on yeah. we, we started it, they had already done something like maybe three or four episodes, uh, but we hadn't like watched it from the beginning. So we were like, oh, let's watch all these episodes. And we watched like three or four in one night. And then we were like in, and now it's almost over, obviously, as of recording this. And it's like, well, shit, we got to watch the end. But like, yeah, it is so poorly paced. (laughs) And like, if we had known (laughs) that, we probably wouldn't have even bothered. Well, and like there's there's a lot of shows that I just haven't watched because I know they will take a lot of time to do. Have you watched Broadchurch? No. And like, that's right up my alley because it's David Tennant Uh and it's all sorts of stuff that I would definitely. Yes, I would absolutely be into it, that, and I just haven't is, watched it. You know, in classic British television form, I think, I think, uh, you know, like American TV in those last few days, the sort of lost days of television, yeah. L-O-S-T, all caps, not like all caps. lost days. They were really striving for like big, giant event television, but they also still had to do the TV model of like one yes. episode per week for like half a year. And, and British television wasn't doing that. And now all of a sudden, like, the idea of like, okay, hey, we're going to give you a deal. Make however many episodes you want. Have, make them last however long you want. We'll release them all on the same day and people will watch them all in a day. Like, yeah. I think I think the people who, you know, like, like the OA or uh, other, I'm trying to think of any other shows that it's like, I have an idea for a show that lasts six episodes and that's it. <laughs> like, I think that's yeah. largely like sort of, taken from the bbc like model of just like here's a show maybe we'll do another season if people really like it but like here's the idea that we have well, and we're just gonna you know, do this <laughs> like fleabag coming yes, from yes, you know totally. the, the, the the uk and everything like it is and i think you find more of that in, like so like as i say always we're, charlie and i are watching buffy right now which buffy is such an interesting show because it is we might have to cover it someday because it is so inconsistent uh-huh. <laughs> and like season to season it's inconsistent and like seasons one, two and three are very good. And I would even go so far as to say as like season three. uh, Yeah, I think season three and season two are like very good, like capital G good TV, uh-huh. you know, like that's very good. And then like throughout the rest of the seasons, there's like episodes that are good and there's storylines that are okay, but it's so inconsistent. And then, it's interesting because something that Charlie brings up sometimes is that like there are episodes in these seasons that are that are fun and they're filler episodes uh-huh. that you would don't get anymore with streaming, right? Because you do have the pared down like you have a ten episode, they're forty five to fifty minutes each, no filler, right? And I think it's interesting because like sometimes you want that filler, yeah. Like, Avatar, you need Last that Airbender, and Legend of Korra both have those where it's just like. Holy shit, I just got like 20 minutes with these characters and I learned about like their character dynamic. Like they're, they're fun. Sometimes they are awful. Like there's some episodes of Lost that are very clearly fillers that are just like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) And it's strange because like, once again, it's something that is good sometimes and bad sometimes, Mm -hmm. but it's something you don't get with street. So like, 
for for some streaming shows, you would need a filler episode to give you a little bit of like fluff to make you feel uh-huh. like less, you know, just dreary or down or whatever, like very less serious. Mm. But then they don't do it. You just don't do it. And so you don't get the negatives from it, but you also don't get the positives of like, yeah, digging deep into characters uh-huh. and stuff. Yeah. So it's, so it's interesting. Yeah. You know what? That's funny. Now that I'm thinking about it, I've, I've been watching Shit's Creek finally, and I just recently watched through both of the Avatar series, and both are all of those are television shows that they put on Netflix, and like Hannibal yes. before that, too. Like uh, a lot of the shows I've been watching lately have been old TV model shows where there are lots of episodes because they had to fill an amount, you know, for television. And Netflix isn't necessarily that way with originals. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I I suppose that is sort of Star Warsy. Um, yeah, I I see. Lack of now consistency we're to... across the yes. whole platform. <laughs> we're connecting it. We're connecting There's it. There's shit like um, what was that thing? Um, Love is blind. Yeah, like, that oh. exists on Netflix, and so do like original like game shows and original like soap operas and original like they. It's it's funny. For a while, it was like the original series were the reboot or revival of Arrested Development and House of Cards. And then they were yeah. shooting for all sorts of things that were in that like dramedy prestige television realm, like Orange is the New Black. And then mm-hmm. eventually they're just like, people are going to watch shit if we put it on here. So let's get yeah. the full house people on board and see if they'll do a fucking <laughs> sequel series. <laughs> well, and, and, and so what's, and what's wild too is that like there is an amount of yeah there there is an amount of like power that netflix has that's like different than network tv in general and different production companies because netflix also a lot of their quote-unquote originals that they have their little logo on yeah aren't actually netflix originals right they're, they're sometimes just stuff they bought the rights to yeah that they could then can put their little stamp on but then you go and look it up and you're like oh this actually aired on the bbc first or wherever right, first right. Uh, which is weird because it's like that seems like they shouldn't be able to say this is a Netflix. They shouldn't be able to put their, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like how movies like independent movies will go to Sundance or whatever. And then they'll. Yeah. They'll screen it. The movie's done. The movie's made. And then a larger production distribution company right. will pick it up and then it will be like an HBO or an A21 film or an HBO film or whatever. And and so, and so this is actually you mentioned Fuller House, which is you know uh, apparently a bad show. I never watched it, but apparently it was bad. And Charlie and I were talking about this recently because Charlie loves Cobra Kai, and she showed it to my parents. Mm-hmm. Which Cobra Kai was was back when YouTube Premium I was, was going to say, wasn't that Red. like a YouTube show? Yeah, right. When YouTube like picked the porniest sounding name. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. They were like, you know, RedTube. What about YouTube Red? <laughs> But so it's like it's like a it was their first like original programming and it was actually really good but no one really watched it because no one had YouTube Red. Right. Well, Charlie had YouTube Red and she was like an evangelist for this show. Uh-huh. And um, so we were watching it with my parents and n- then it went on to Netflix and so now everybody's watching it and it's like uh, number one. And the um, uh, it's interesting because once again it's inconsistency, right? Because uh-huh. Fuller House sucks, right? And Fuller House is a show that is based on Netflix going like we're going to cash in on purely on nostalgia. Yeah, this is a this is a show that if not for the sake that we had to hire actors, it would have otherwise just been made by an algorithm. <laughs> yes. And and, and it, there's not there's not like an idea of cool character arcs or right. a cool story. It's just that you remember these people, well now we're putting them in yeah. a different situation. Now they are old and they have kids. And Cobra Kai is like the exact opposite because it's the, but it's similar era of like that 80s, 90, early 90s kind of like 
uh, vibe, but it's these people who came in with a cool idea for a story first, mm-hmm. and then it was on a built-in property, and now Netflix has like saved it, like it saves all these other shows, right. whatever, and now it's like you know doing really well. And so once again, even though Netflix, when it when it saves quote unquote Cobra Kai, all it sees is like dollar signs, yeah, but it's still making a good product, which is the same as Star Wars, because a lot of Star Wars is just dollar signs, but sometimes it ends up being that's good. true. Yeah, that's true. I, I think Star Wars has a little bit less inconsistency. So rephrased, it is more consistent. Um, yeah, just because there's so much on Netflix that is pure garbage. Well, and, and, and Star Wars is so self-aware of its own timeline and continuity that like yeah. at the very least, they're, they're not sloppy. Sometimes their yeah. shit is bad, but it's like, it's like well put together shit. <laughs> yeah. At the very least, it is shit where you can trace where it came from. Right. There is a shit line. Uh-huh. Did you? We talked about this a little before we started recording, but like, as far as Netflix goes, did you? You guys, you said you didn't get the DVDs back in the day in the no, mail. No, I, I had friends who did, and I remember that being on the like kind of fringe that you know, like, oh, cool, Ty's mom got Netflix DVDs, but like, yeah. it was, it was the opposite amount of percentage of people who eat pizza once a month. <laughs> I would say it yeah, was like seven percent of the people in my like friend circle like got the DVDs. So my parents were weirdly like ahead of the curve on like random things, uh-huh. and Netflix was one of them because we didn't have cable. We never had cable. We always just had like the antenna with the basic like you know five channels. Uh-huh. We never had cable. We never like we. We never we didn't have video games until like 2008, <laughs> and then we got like an N64, and then like a year later we got a Wii because my parents were like, "Oh, it's okay. They're actually not going to spend all their time." Plus, playing Nintendo games is like pretty Christian. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo has very good it's Christian like values. I think also and colorful and like l- has levity and. I see. Now I understand what you're saying. I thought you were just making a joke about how Shigeru Miyamoto is oh. just notoriously. <laughs> no, uh, I just meant uh, that like there's very little like blood. No, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Well, and and like I think also it might have been a money thing. Who knows? But like we had Netflix, and mm. so we were just like getting DVDs. Yeah, right. And, and like, how did that work? You you like established like a queue, and once you sent yes. one back, the next one in line got shipped to you. Yes. So yeah. so it was it was online, right? You had the you go to the website, you'd set up your queue. They would Netflix. send you the, com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you could have memberships that would give you more DVDs at a time. Right. So you could get like two. I think I don't know how what the max was, but we normally had two DVDs at a time. Yeah, yeah. And normally it was TV shows, and so like my family, right. like when we started watching. Uh, Doctor Who, like the new Doctor Who uh-huh. with Christopher Eccleston and David Tennant, we started watching those on Netflix through the DVDs. Right. And we started watching like Star Trek Enterprise and like Next Generation through DVDs. That was, that was like the thing at the time. That was in the era when DVD box sets like started be, you know, like that's how like Family Guy got brought back to television yes. because DVDs and like Always Sunny in Philadelphia was huge because people got the DVDs because like people didn't, who didn't have cable or FX or whatever whatever or amc or whatever network that it was on. such a strange time and like because technology changes so fast especially as far as media consumption goes at the the, the amount of years where dvds were how you watched things right. was like a blip so was, yeah just yeah. It, it, same same with vhs same with like everything like but the, especially, I, I i don't know if this is true again it might feel true but like i feel like videotapes like vhs lasted 
I would guess, longer than DVDs because they overlapped a little. And it was the advent of like home video. Yes. And then yes. that was established and it got better because of DVDs. And then all of a sudden, like the internet. <laughs> yeah. And so it was very weird being sort of like an early Netflix family yeah. because we saw a lot of, uh, you know, an we, we used it. F. Use what? An ENF. An early yes, Netflix yes. Early, early ENF, and ENF. And like, it was the same with Sprint. I'm pretty sure my dad, like, was one of Sprint's first customers. <laughs> uh, because it's, anyway. But then I remember when streaming started uh-huh. on Netflix. Because we were already had it. So it wasn't an issue. And like, back That's then. right, because you, you had like a... a a subscription at that point. Yes. And you and so get you the could, DVDs still. Yeah, you were still getting DVDs in the mail, but then there was also stuff available just to watch that you, I think, couldn't get DVDs for, right. or maybe you could if you wanted to. Provided that like, you had high-speed cable internet. <laughs> yes, and so, like, I I remember very specifically, like, this was after we had the Wii, so it was, like, 2008, 2009, and my little brother and I, we had the, the Netflix app on the Wii, and we watched Disney Channel shows yeah. on Netflix back then. And everything would, like, like a whole season would drop, like, the next year. So we were, like, a season behind and everything. But it was essentially, like, the cable right. we had never been able to watch. But we yeah, watched, yeah. like, a lot of Phineas and Ferb and, like, Wizards of Waverly Place. And, like, you know... Uh, after a certain point, whenever I was more busy and like away for the summers, he kept watching stuff. And but I was just like, it was so strange to remember that, especially when Disney Plus came out, because I was uh-huh. like, Netflix used to have Disney. Yeah, it had way, it way had back in the Clone day. Wars. It had all sorts of Star Wars shit. Uh-huh. So it's strange that it's. I mean, it's grown and changed so much to now. It's it's wild that like. The idea of getting something mailed to you at all is strange. It's so weird. <laughs> Especially like sending a DVD? Yeah. A fragile circle? Yeah, in a fragile square? Wait, yeah, was it made of triangles? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I think if you get really down into it, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you know, like like uh polygons. Yes. Um but yeah, very strange uh time. And uh, all that being said, I the only things I watch on Netflix now are like Cobra Kai uh, with my family and Avatar Last Airbender because I'm finally mm-hmm. I'm almost done with it. <laughs> and then that's kind of it. Like yeah. my continue watching queue on Netflix is truly pitiful. I, I have a handful of things, but my thing with, with like continue watching is I have like a show on like every fucking platform. <laughs> and it's like, God damn it. Like... Uh, like and it's and it's too much of a pain in the ass to like cancel a subscription for like you know two months and then start it again. I suppose that that's not actually a pain, but it's like uh, I'd have but to do like, it, and then as yeah. soon as I do, someone will be like, "Have you seen this?" And I'll be like, "No, <laughs> I gotta go watch it." Well, that that's what I actually recently watched a video uh, on YouTube, which is actually sort of similar to this by Drew Gooden, where he talks about uh cable prices versus like streaming prices uh-huh. and how cable's very expensive, right? Yeah, obviously, but then like. And, and I always thought, like, in my mind, I was like, man, it would be almost as expensive as cable if you got all the streaming services. Yeah. And honestly, it's not. It's not even close. Like, huh. you you know, you would if you got, like, Hulu, Netflix, Disney+, Plus, HBO Max, whatever else, you would still only be paying, like, 60 bucks, 50, uh-huh. 60 bucks, versus, like, a, a typical cable package, with after, which after fees is, like, 120 bucks huh. or something, 100 okay. bucks. Interesting video. Go watch it. But it, it's always interesting because I've, I've thought for a while I'm like are we going to 
is cable going to get reinvented? Yes, basically. Because we are just going to get to a point where there are going to be a lot of streaming services that will then, there's going to be a bundle that's like, hi, we are a new company that bundles streaming services. Which bundle of streaming services would you like? And then it's just going to be cable again. Yeah. But it's got a new package on it. It is just like right there waiting to happen. I'm sure there are companies out there trying to make this happen as we speak. It's because every company now has their own streaming service, right. whether or not it's a good idea or not. Like we joked about CBS All Access, yeah, and Peacock, All Access? and Quibi. Uh huh. Um, God, Quibi. And even like stuff, and like stuff that like the DC Stars Universe Showtime. one that yeah, then right. had like, to now is on HBO Max. There's like a, a world of wonder. The RuPaul company has like a like a streaming thing. I think like and it's it's very weird. And then of course there's Patreons. For yeah. like, you know, lower budget creators you like, you know, like I, I can think of like five or six people who I watched or listened to their free shit. And if I were to subscribe to all of their individual Patreons, that's another $5 per, you know, like that's another like, you know, $25, $30 a month that I'd be mm-hmm. spending on those things. Well, I and like don't, one the, but. <laughs> one of the only like sort of streaming services like he, I've, I pay for that I don't use my families for was dropout which was college humor's like basically their video streaming thing not streaming really but and i was only doing it because of the D &D show of theirs that's really good called dimension 20 that everyone should watch if you like D &D stuff but then like i'm still paying for that even though i haven't been watching it just (laughs) because in general because i'm like i like those guys i want them to keep up the good work yeah but like yeah you mentioned patreon and i'm like man if a lot of my favorite podcasts would if there was a patreon ability to bundle like five different yeah. patrons or something like yeah. I would do that so quick <laughs> like if I made it because because yeah the idea of like paying five dollars a month for like five different podcasts seems right. crazy right but the idea of paying like I don't know 10 or 15 bucks a month for five different podcasts I'm like oh, okay that yeah, seems that. that's yeah, basically I like I got stitcher which is yeah, like right. 35 or 40 dollars a year or something like not super terrible like that yeah and I was just like Okay, fine. I'll use this so that I can get the couple like premium ones that I'm interested in, and then otherwise the back catalogs don't have ads. Like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Streaming is weird, and it's a weird time, and it's like I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Peak TV. I don't know. Is it Star Wars? Probably is not. It Star it's a, Wars. Yeah. Like, do we well, want to touch on that Netflix. a little bit? <laughs> yeah, Netflix so, specifically. I would say of all the platforms as of press time, Disney Plus is the most Star Wars. Right, because it has Star Wars it, they stuff. basically sold. I would, I would venture to guess that uh, more than fifty percent of people who signed up for Disney Plus at release were interested in it because of Star Wars stuff, because of yeah, Mandalorian I, being the new hot thing, and just to get all the other Star Wars things. I think I it's say, more than fifty. <laughs> I would say that on this podcast, maybe a hundred, because that was kind of the only reason I cared. That's about right. It. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, we were like, we got to watch it so we can do the podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that like, as far as being, although as far as being like universal, not the production company, because um, I'm pretty sure they own Peacock, not Netflix. Because mm-hmm. um, Universal owns NBC. I don't remember. Yeah, no, it's been a while right. since it, I've watched well, 30 Rock. Like I can't G-E, remember. NBC, Universal. It's like all those companies. But I think Netflix is, is maybe, well, you know, because Disney Plus has Disney in the name which has the universal appeal more so even than Netflix. Everyone knows Disney. 
which doesn't say that everyone doesn't know Netflix, mm. but it does. I do think you're right. I think Disney Plus is the most Star Wars of streaming services. I think Netflix is the biggest one still, which Star Wars uh, is very big. Uh-huh. So as far as franchises go, it could uh, get some points. And also, it does have a lot of movies and TV shows, and Star Wars is movies and TV shows. <laughs> Star Wars is that. <laughs> it's both those things. Yeah, I feel like that's an okay case. I like. Does it have it's music? It's not a great case. It has da-dung. da-dung. So no. Does it have sneaking around? Sometimes if there's fucking sneaking around movies. Is it made up of component parts? Yeah. That's yeah. all it is. That all it's all it's not it is not a whole. There is no Netflix. Yeah, yeah in there fact, is- it moves around so much its component parts move around so much though that there aren't necessarily like consistent kit of parts like how Star right. Wars has. You know, Star Wars is always gonna have bleeps and bloops and droids and the force and you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But Netflix won't always have the comedy bang bang television show it's not on there anymore <laughs> right it, it changes like month to month like yeah. there's articles like what do you need to watch on netflix yeah, before the right. end of the month yeah which star wars is more consistent so yeah you know i think i think this is going to be a lower one but yeah, uh yeah. we can we can come back after we'll talk about yeah, it more after the break, go right? to the break you want to go to the break yeah let's go and we're back uh, um i always i keep thinking that's the law and order gung gung yeah. Even Did you ever watch on Netflix the Joel McHale show with Joel McHale? No. It was basically The Soup. I was going to say, yeah, The Soup? Um, But they just did a current one, and because The Soup is owned by E, they just made a Netflix version of it. Um, yeah. My guess is the budget of that show went to paying Joel McHale because he's a celebrity, and the show got canceled after, like, two seasons. And it was, like, a cute, fun... You know, it was just, like, watching The Soup. Like, it's it's sort of, like, nothing yeah. TV. And they canceled it after, like, two seasons. And I was like, what the fuck? This, this show could not have cost you money. <laughs> it was, like, yeah. a green screen. And every week, like, a celebrity who had another Netflix show to promote would show up for, like, you know, five minutes. I'm sure they shot it at, like, the Netflix office. <laughs> like They had to. I, I was really I, sad when that went McHale's away. They backyard. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so... I have the game this week, and yes. this game is called uh, Netflix and Roast Me, not Netflix and Chill, we're roasting, <laughs> okay. um, because we're going to, the The premise of this game is that I realized that I could access uh, my whole family's Netflix, all, different, all the different profiles, <laughs> Okay. and so I went to all of our top picks for mm. me, and my mom, my two brothers, and my sister. And some of them were similar, and some of them were different. So okay. we're going to go through these top picks. Okay. <laughs> and you, uh, the reason it's called Netflix and Roast Me is because uh, some of these I absolutely should have seen, and I haven't, and they are in my top picks. And some and of so them. And so the roast for that will be like, oh my god, you haven't seen that? You have exactly. to. <laughs> exactly. There's going to be a lot of, oh my god, you haven't seen that? Uh-huh, you have to. Uh-huh. But uh, the thing is, it's it's in my Netflix picks. So some of them I might have seen, but I might just not have watched them on Netflix. Sure. Some of them I might just not have not have seen. It's and like, oh so, hey, you like you like action movies. Have you heard of The Matrix? Like, yeah, yes. of course I've fucking heard yeah, of I've that. seen The Matrix. <laughs> but so these are going to be your, your job is to guess uh, if if it was on my top picks uh, or if it was on. Uh, I'm not going to make you guess between my brothers, my sister, my mom. But if you can t- if you can <laughs> tell me if it's if if who is of theirs it is, that's extra points. Okay. 
Um, this is funny. You're reminding me that I think long ago I wrote down the idea for a game that is not tied to any topic. It's it's tied to a very specific topic that we will never cover. Um, and I wrote down all the answers because it struck me as really funny. But it was on Spotify. When you're on an individual artist page, it'll be like oh, similar yeah. artists, and there'll be like ten. And I was on the Faith Hill page, <laughs> and some of the similar artists are truly bananas. And I think we should do that at some point. <laughs> that was like whenever I was I was listening to uh, 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 Casey Musgraves, like uh-huh. for kind of the first time in a while. And then, like, it finished the album and started, like, going through. And then it was like, here's Lizzo. And I was like, that's not yeah. the same. <laughs> I was like, in, in the way that they are both female artists who are hot right now, but that's the only way. Yeah, hot among, like, late 20-something women, largely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is weird. Okay, anyway. So, great. this yes. is called Netflix and Roast and, Me. And Roast Me. So uh, I have to say if it's you or not you, and then yeah, I can you, get bonus points if I say it's your mom and it is. Yes. <laughs> if it's my mom, my brothers, I'm going to lump them into one category okay. <laughs> or my sister. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Number one, Queer Eye. Oh, you know what? I'm going to say that that's you because I'm going to guess you haven't watched it. Okay. You are half correct because it's actually my brother's. Okay. But I also haven't really watched it. (laughs) I've seen like episodes of Mm -hmm. Queer Eye and I thought it was very fun and sweet, but it's also not something that I like go out of my way to watch. Yeah, I haven't lately. I think there's an entire season I haven't watched aside from the Japan one. So there's like two seasons I haven't watched. I really liked it when I watched it. And then when I saw more came out, this is, this is an effect that Netflix has on me sometimes when I see, I think Stranger Things, I didn't even see any of the third season because I was like, oh boy, more, more of this. (laughs) And like Queer Eye is just like, it's great, and when I saw more came out, I was like, I am not gonna prioritize this. <laughs> no, it's like it's like the Star Wars fatigue and the Marvel fatigue. Yes, of like, exactly. Do I make this a priority? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, number two, A Knight's Tale. Mm. Apparently on Netflix right now, so you know. Yeah, I'm it. getting that recommended to me a fair amount, um, and I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've seen I think I've, I think I've seen clips of it, but I haven't seen the movie. I'm going to guess that because I'm getting that suggestion and you and I have similar tastes and things, <laughs> that it's going to be you. That is correct. Woo-hoo! I also actually haven't seen A Knight's Tale. Yeah. Maybe it's we one should of those watch movies. it. <laughs> Let's both watch it. Hey, you want to hang out? Let's we go should, watch we should watch something and then be able to talk. Like, you know, like a book club where they all yeah. read the same book and they talk about it. We should do that sometime. Like, That'd be kind of fun. watch something and then talk about it for like an hour. <laughs> oh, wait. Wait a minute. What? Like Star Wars? Yeah. I actually don't want to watch any Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, no, I've no. already watched them all. Um, I N- Knight's Tale is one of those movies that, like uh, similar to uh, Mr. Deeds and <laughs> um, some other Adam Sandler movie I can't remember. Uh, I've only seen like a third of it, and it's only because of like hotel rooms. <laughs> like for some reason, it's always on. Uh-huh. It was always on in a hotel, and when I was in high school, and I was in hotels a lot uh-huh. for like school trips. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Number three, uh-huh. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Mm. The Netflix is pushing that really hard to everyone right now. Because that new show, yeah. Apparently, um, that's that, honestly, I heard that's bad. And also, it looks, I don't care if it's bad or not. The idea of it is so stupid that I don't, Right. It's. I, I it's, wouldn't want to watch it. It's like she's one of the like AFI top 100 worst, like scariest villains or whatever, like best movie yeah. villains. Um, and I'm sure it was just that. Like, what other properties yeah. do we have that people love? What oh, can we, we could do? Can we do? Um, 
Um, so, okay. I'm going to presume that Netflix knows all your demographic info. So mm-hmm. I guess I'll just take a shot in the dark here and say that's your mom. No, that's my brother. Okay. But I also <laughs> haven't seen it. <laughs> I'm a bad film fan. I've seen is this fun? some is this fun of for it, any... maybe. Is this fun for anybody but me who knows what movies I've <laughs> yeah, seen? Yeah, right. Like, does anyone know any of your siblings? Right. I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I was like, I'm not going to be so specific as to who my siblings are because, like, it's not like they're going to be like, ha Joel uh, watched that. Joel. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, okay, moving on. How about Pan's Labyrinth? Mm, I have seen that, and I want to watch it again. Because I've only seen it once, and it was back in high school. And I that also got recommended to me recently. And I was like, oh, fuck, should we watch this? We didn't end up, because I think we were not in the mood for reading. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that movie is excellent. Um, I'm going to guess you. You're right. It's me. I haven't seen it. Yeah, you should see it. It's fun. I actually kind of want to watch it now, because I, I have never seen it. And I was like, oh, that's one I wouldn't have thought to go watch. Yeah. Okay, what about Zathura? <laughs> I didn't know that was on Netflix. I kind of want to see that because it looks like a mess and it's sort of <laughs> spiritually a sequel to, to Jumanji. Jumanji. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, I'm going to say that's your brother. That one's my mom. <laughs> and I have seen Zathura. A fun family romp. Yeah. I saw Zathura because I worked in childcare and we watched it one time like, uh-huh. like at the after school thing. But then they say like sh- like crap or like bitch or something, uh-huh. and I was like, "Uh, there's five year olds." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Excuse me, we're gonna get some angry letters." Uh-huh. Okay, what about Pride and For- Prejudice? Because <laughs> all the five year olds are gonna go home and call their mom crap and bitch. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be like, "I I heard you're crap and bitch." <laughs> um, what was the thing you just said? Pride and Prejudice, Pride the and newer prejudice. one. Well, I feel like it's a little um, uh, presumptuous to say this, but I I have to go with a logical answer because I don't know how else I would be able to play this game. Your sister? (laughs) Yeah. Hey, you know what? That was going to be a trick because I was going to catch you for being sexist, Uh but you're also right because (laughs) she does like those kinds of movies Uh and that is hers. Yeah, yeah. And I have seen that movie and I'm pretty sure she's seen it too, which is why Netflix is like, we know you'd like this There was a tweet I saw recently that was like... um, uh, seeing Kira Knightley not in a period film is like running into your teacher at the grocery store. <laughs> it's like, wait, you don't, this, you're, you're not. <laughs> you're in the wrong place. Yeah. You're in the wrong place. There what are time. you doing? <laughs> uh, okay. What about Twin Peaks mm. TV show? Um, I've never seen that and I would like to see it. Also, Kyle McLaughlin and I have the same birthday. I'm going to oh. guess that that's you. It is me. I also haven't seen it, and Kyle yeah. and I don't have the same birthday. <laughs> but we have a close one, because our birthday That's is also right. close. There, it's like a week apart or something? Yeah, it's like a week apart. Yeah. Or something crazy like that. Okay, now, the, now what about The World Is Not <laughs> Enough? Oh. The World Is Not Enough, the James Bond movie. I, um, oh, wait, I can't remember. Is that That's a Pierce Brosnan one. Correct. Um, so I don't remember that one very well because all of his are the same re bad, except for yes. Golden Eye. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, your brothers, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having like I, I don't know if any of this makes sense <laughs> about why it's my mom or me or my brothers, yeah, but here right. we are. 
Um, because honestly, <laughs> I know all of them, and it doesn't entirely make sense. But uh, here we are. Yeah, sure. It's just like such a fucking scatter shot. You know, a fun thing that I learned at some point in the last year or two, that you know, like the thumbnail for Netflix is different depending on the user. Mm. They'll be like, oh, okay, this guy's gonna respond to like a sexy girl like thumbnail for whatever movie. And this person will respond to the, the, the thumbnail looking more like a family thriller I or a whatever. I was wondering about that literally while I was writing this stuff down because yeah. as I was going through my the different profiles, I was noticing that, like, for instance, there was uh, Orthodox or Unorthodox is a newer one that was on several of uh-huh. our pages, and it was different on each one. And I was yeah. like, why? What's, this is strange. Yeah, it... it um, some, sometimes I think it's just like throwing one out there to see like are they gonna like this but um the the I think it was one of those like Vox explained YouTube mm. videos or something it was about like thumbnail art like why does my uh get smart thumbnail look different from someone else's and and like there's like a whole there's like a whole science to it it's it's super cool like that is weird you can like that- a stranger things was one of them that they showed on that video one was like here's stranger things in the sort of actual tone of the show it's like the four kids it looks very goonies it looks very like spooky and there was another user that got a very like 80s let's go to the mall cutesy mm. vibe picture because it has that of course but like right. it's it's like saying oh this person really likes fucking babysitters club or whatever right. let's try to trick them into watching stranger things um well i have some other interesting things about netflix that i want to talk about after i finish this yes, bad yes, game yes. that i made okay what about hunt for the wilder people taika waititi's outing uh, original you it's my mom Okay. <laughs> what is she what is she watching that's making like that would be me that should be me. Does she maybe not use it a lot or something? Like is it I'm just wondering... trying to like take complete guesses as to what like rabbit holes she, she'll My like? mom watches more streaming than anybody I know oh, okay. because she literally has it on like she's like watches shows like what like she was like just while she's doing everything else. <clears throat> and so I don't think she actually uh uh, takes anything in right she does watch so I the algorithm is like totally confused <laughs> yeah it's like she likes everything just throw it all at her yeah <laughs> okay what about scott pilgrim versus the world hmm that's a favorite of mine i'm gonna guess also of mine you <laughs> it is me i have seen it and yeah. netflix is correct i would like to watch it again i have also and i have the dvd so my guess is i probably never watched it on netflix until recently <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I was like, where did you go? Josiah just ran away and grabbed the DVD cover to Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I feel like there's this like thing on TikTok where like it's sort of like cringy to like Scott Pilgrim versus the world. But I think it's one of those things where it's cringy if you like it for the wrong reasons where you're right. like I identify with Scott yeah or right he's not great to identify with yeah however if something is seen as cringy by the TikTok community I feel as though I'm probably in an okay position to keep doing whatever that thing is <laughs> Well, you know, uh, these Gen Zers, they're out here really, really taking us millennials down a peg. Yeah. 
Okay, if it's last... about like some kind of actual real life problem, like some kind of social equity thing, I don't mm. want to be seen as cringy. But if it's like, oh, um, you like Scott Pilgrim, I'd be like, yeah, fuck, dude. I saw it when it came out. I'm older yeah, than I was you. Eight, I was 18 when it came <laughs> yeah. out, and, it's, and it hit me at the exact right time. Yeah. And also, I still think it's pretty good now. Yeah, and, right. Uh, you can. There's there's layers. Okay. And when anyway. I was born, there were zero Pokemon. Yeah. There were and only also, 150 then a few years later. <laughs> and also, I think Sucker Punch is good, okay? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Mike, where'd you go? <laughs> Wait, I'm going to go get the cover for Sucker Punch. <laughs> Dude, no lie. I'm pretty sure I bought the soundtrack to Sucker Punch and had like oh my the, God. the digital uh, uh, like CD like thing when you uh-huh. would buy albums back then you'd be like here's the digital art like booklet yeah <laughs> yeah and i had them as like a background on my macbook pro oh brother so cancel me uh <laughs> for multiple reasons yeah. mostly that this is that this I game liked. is now called netflix and cancel me <laughs> yeah this is called uh i deserve it please cancel me <laughs> uh okay just a couple more and then some other random stuff the producers mm just because I feel like we haven't heard from her a lot, I'm going to say your sister again. That one's actually my brother's. Which mm. I, but also, I haven't seen the producers, which is weird. Mm. It's good. I I've haven't seen the songs. original, but I've seen the musical version. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me, well, I haven't seen either. I, I have sang songs for school. I sang songs for school from the producers, and I've never seen the That's fucking That's funny. <laughs> Lastly, because uh, let's see. Jeopardy. Oh, that's not even on my recommended because it's on my continue watching. <laughs> that's, that's one of my like, I got like 20 minutes. I'll watch a Jeopardy. <laughs> um, I think that's, mm, I was going to say you, I'm going to say your mom. You would think it's my mom, but it's my youngest brother. Oh. I just, I just don't know. Hey, hey, and hey, listeners, if you knew my family, this game would have been a lot more fun. <laughs> uh, and maybe, maybe I didn't think it all the way through whenever I made it. Uh, but also... Uh, this is strange. The director, I can't remember if I've talked about this on the show before, but the director I worked with last Christmas for the Christmas show I was in is one of the writing consultants for Jeopardy. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he's, he's one of the winningest Jeopardy people or like won by the yeah, most margin or something so like that. fucking wild. And he also uh, wrote, wrote for the, the recent celebrity who wants to be a millionaire. So like sometimes during rehearsal, he would like there was a couple times during rehearsal where he was just like, Hey, would you guys get this question? How hard do you think this is? And he'd ask us, and we're and we're all dumbasses, so we're like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So then uh-huh. he'd have to reword it until we could like get it, and we're like, Oh, an IRA, and he's like, Okay, great, that's what I need to do. Yeah, that's cool. Like we always Roth IRA. I, I, <laughs> I love um, how concise yet like extra helpful Jeopardy clues are. Yes. Like like a Jeopardy clue doesn't ask one question. It asks a question with like two or three ways that you could possibly solve it. You know, like yeah. well, they'll for throw instance, in that... like fun adjectives that like hint at what the thing might be or whatever. Like I think they're just I... so good at that. They, the things are probably you know, what fifteen to twenty words. Yeah, that's like the the IRA example I used. I think if I remember correctly, it was actually the answer was four hundred one k. And in the question he gave us, we didn't get it until he put in something else dash a. So then we were like, oh, because there's like some other investment thing uh-huh. you can do that has a different dash 
letter. Like a five hundred one C three or something. Yeah, and then once he put in like a da- the other letter, we were like, oh, four hundred one K. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Okay, great, 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 great. And also, also he randomly knew Mel Brooks, which we just talked about the producer. So that's that, yeah, wild. his life is insane. He's a he's a very interesting man. Um, that's the end of that game because I real I don't like it anymore. And also. <laughs> There's other interesting things about Netflix because I had a couple of different ideas for the game. And I didn't know what to do. And uh-huh. so I ended up doing that. But but also <laughs> there's all these weirdly specific categories on Netflix. Like, yes, they have a bunch of different cat. And like you've probably everyone, you know, you might have seen articles with them. But I'm just going to list some of my favorites here that I uh-huh, found. Uh-huh. First off, there's a there's a category that's called skiing nonfiction, <laughs> <laughs> which I like. Uh-huh. Um, and then you have. There's a movie called Oh, these ones are there is uh these are categories that have only one property in them. Oh my god. I don't think you'll be able to guess any of you may be able to guess what. We'll see if you can guess one of them. Because uh-huh. I don't think you'll be able to know these other ones. They're not as uh popular. But what about this this first one you might be able to guess? It is the only raunchy TV comedy featuring a strong female lead. Oh, you actually boy. mentioned it earlier. When oh, we were is it always it. sunny? It's oranges is the new black. Oh, oh. Oranges mm-hmm. is the new black is what <laughs> I just said on accident <laughs> yeah. because of the comedy bang bang joke. Uh-huh. And um, then let's see. Yeah, I guess like they use that word raunchy a lot. Yeah. To the point it's that strange... it's like how we say balmy when it's just starting to turn into spring and you're like, wow, it's downright hot outside. I'd say it's even balmy. Like, I don't think anyone actually knows what balmy means. <laughs> yeah, it's a descriptor that has been misused enough yes. that now it doesn't have meaning. Yeah. Let's see. Other one, we have Brighton Rock, which is the only romantic crime movie based on <laughs> classic literature. <laughs> This is like what we talked about with Ethan about baseball stats. Like, yeah. h- how is it that, that I, watching the World Series or whatever it was, uh, saw that there was a stat that was like, this man is the fourth ever person to play both shortstop and left field in a postseason game. It's like, how how is there something that specific, but he's yeah. still only the fourth? Like, <laughs> like yeah, 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 it's yeah. like it's like the, the Guinness World Records that are like, most ever like scorpion tails hung from butthole. Like, okay, yeah. but like, had someone tried that before? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it shouldn't count if you just thought of something new. Yeah. That doesn't <laughs> seem right. So, so, okay. A couple more of these, and then I'll appear. I think I know why they can find these because, uh, let's see, we have Flicka Country Pride, which is the only coming of age animal tale. <laughs> okay. And Like Crazy is the only emotional independent drama for hopeless romantics. Jesus Christ. And this is my favorite one. It's a movie called Danny, and it's the only sentimental movie about horses <laughs> for ages 11 to 12. <laughs> ages 11 to 12 but so apparently okay so if you go into your browser for netflix you can essentially they have these codes and if you enter in like netflix.com you know uh well i'm not gonna give you the whole hyperlink because that'd be stupid (laughs) but essentially like you can you can look it up and then after if you're looking for these genres and stuff you put in just like a number uh-huh. And the number will take you to the genres. And so I think what people have done is just like go through all the numbers, I guess, to find. Oh, to find. And, and it added all those yeah. like and filters to find, onto the category. Yes, to Got find it. what like had only one. Like when you look um, for furniture on Wayfair or whatever, you do like yeah. modern, mid-century, green, 
wood so, so brown. <laughs> like Mike, give me just like uh give me like a four digit number. Um one six two zero. Or okay, our zero's see. not good. Let's see if that brings anything up. Okay, that's nothing. Let's see what else we got. Just gonna keep going. What about one four six three? These are different street addresses of mine in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Uh no no that didn't get anything let's see let's see if one is anything no interesting oh, how many do I have to put in <laughs> I'll cut some of the, I'll cut some of this out wait maybe give me <laughs> how many digits does it have to be okay wait give me a seven digit number just give me seven numbers um eight zero zero eight one three five that's okay, boobies <laughs> <laughs> dang it that's not anything either <laughs> fuck. I'm going to find a random genre <laughs> until the podcast explodes <laughs> for me not doing funny things over and over. Well, guys, bad news. 696969696 isn't anything either. Fuck. How do I I think I think there must be some I think there must be some like convention that I don't know. That is making me not able to put in these codes correctly. Listeners at home, um, tell us what we're doing wrong if you know how to do this secret code thing that Josiah is trying out. Well, I, I have like a, a list of them all, but I wanted to see if I could put in a random one and find oh, it. But oh, I, okay. but I, uh, that, apparently that's not how it works. So uh, the last 24 hours of my life have been a waste. <laughs> and I regret everything. Okay, anyway. So that's it. I'm done with <laughs> Netflix and roast me. Oh man! I was hoping well, your that mom I could should find... definitely watch. The world is not enough. I <laughs> know yeah, for reals. I gotta be like, mom, why are we gonna watch? I, I wish I could could have found some of those. I was hoping some of the we'd find some cool random uh, genres, but oh well. Mm. Let's see. That sentimental horse movies for ages eleven to twelve is pretty funny. It's very good. I love a good horse movie. Uh. Star Wars and Netflix. Netflix and the wars. Um, gosh, uh, uh, this is our first ever like platform. Like, and also this. it's like also it's like a company, you yeah, know? Yeah, right. Like, I don't know if we've done a company before. Right. So it know. did go through like hold a on. transition you know, hey, from practical effects to digital. Okay, hold on. They well, sent you things in the mail, and then they just started doing true. it online. <laughs> what, what about twentieth-century period pieces for hopeless romantics? <laughs> That's kind of fun. What's in that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's go look. <laughs> it's and the code is eight one five four four. Well, mm. we got the notebook. The notebook's in there. Oh. And I'm not seeing anything else, so, so it might just be the notebook, y'all. I guess that one might just be the notebook. We got. Uh, action comedies for ages 11 to 12. <laughs> that is just so funny and specific. Like 11 love, to 12 is one year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Belgian Dutch language dramas. <laughs> so movies from Belgi Belgium that are in Dutch. Uh, classic sentimental movies based on books. Critically acclaimed dark Danish dramas. <laughs> That's fun. Feel good, oi, what? Feel good deep sea movies for ages <laughs> eight to ten. <laughs> oh my god, that's very fun. 
Uh, gritty dysfunctional family social issue dramas. It's like Mad Libs. It is. It is. It's just word salad. Yes. Oh wait, here's that. Here's that word again. Raunchy dysfunctional family TV comedies. Yeah, yeah. Successful. Wait, what? Successful. Successful. Wow. Suspenseful Scandinavian movies based on books. Is that um the girl with the dragon tattoo? It's got to be only the girl with the dragon tattoo, right? <laughs> that has to be it. Um. And that's it. Those are the only funny ones. So here, uh, because we're kind of at a loss on on Netflix in terms of like trying to nail it down, I pulled up Andrew's the rubric. rubric. <laughs> so um, the categories. Um, and once again, and our, one of our uh, listeners made this, Andrew, uh, and he emailed us and gave us this rubric, and it's great. So yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, so, okay, there's different, like, buckets. There's the content yeah. bucket, which has, like, three different rows. One is on... Uh, character archetypes so are there characters that like resemble those in Star Wars which I suppose you could say yes because Netflix has all the characters sure um, stealth is there sneaking around or not again like uh, as a percentage of Netflix probably on the low side but it's gotta have sneaking around thrillers on there yeah I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm gonna let, let's as we go through let's give it let's do the numbers I'm gonna say for character, let I think maybe just go right down the middle, maybe at three. Uh, uh, okay. Because of just because of the sheer number right, of characters right. on Netflix, and then I say for sneaking around, let's go maybe a little lower. Yeah. For one, because of the sheer number of sure. things again. Okay, um, keep going. And then the next one is black and white. Like, are good and bad super clearly, like, obviously defined? I feel like once again, there's so much on the platform. But if we're going with just Netflix, the platform itself, I don't think it's well. It, it is a company, and that's bad a lot of the time. Yeah, times. I would say that like ne- like the characters of Netflix are its titles. Yeah, like sure. It's, it's selection. So I would say there is like a very clear understanding whether ne- Netflix doesn't necessarily make it obvious, but sort of culturally there is an understanding that something is trash or something is good. But I don't mm-hmm. think it's Netflix that's doing that. So I think that one well, gets a low score. And it's also not, it's good and bad as, a, as like morality good and bad. You know what I mean? Well, right. Yes. So I think a low two. I, should we say zero? Yeah, yeah. I think zero. Are you doing the calculation on this? Yeah, I'm. I'm writing them down. Okay. I, is there? Is there a? Yeah, I think it's just the. It's the total score over ninety. Right. So whatever we get at the end for total score, we'll just divide it by ninety. But now I want the formula. Gotta get the code. Oh my god! I love that Caitlin's big fat fucking opinion is in here. <laughs> okay, I copy the formulas over into our own new copy here. So character archetypes, we said three. Stealth, we said one, and black, white, we said zero. Yeah. Okay. Then the next, uh, uh, like, kind of chunk of this is structure, like how how it does the story, like, hold together. So the first one is hero's journey. Does this um, exhibit any notion of the hero's journey? Netflix. I would say, I would say no. <laughs> no. Yeah, Netflix does not. So, like, a zero? Again, say, like, I mean, it has all these movies and stuff. Do we want to say... The company had the journey of going from DVDs to... It's true. I would say maybe a one because yeah. it has stuff in it that would have it, but it itself is it is a journey, but not necessarily a hero's one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. A composite. Is it is it like a collage? Is it like a a sum of a bunch of parts and it became yeah. its own whole thing. I would say yes. I would say yes. I think that one gets 
Like a, probably like pretty, an eight or nine, probably. Yeah, I would say it's pretty high. Yeah. What do you want there? Eight? Yeah, let's do an eight. Movie slash narrative. Um, is it a movie? Does it have a narrative? I see. Yeah. <laughs> it, do, it does not, but it contains those things. Yes. So I think and it again, gets, it does have like a, a, a somewhat narrative of its own existence. Yeah. Going from like say, an early dot com thing to a mail delivery thing to a streaming service. Maybe a lo- on the lower end. Yeah, like a uh, four or five. Yeah, I said, let's maybe? go with a four. Like a let's four. go with a four. I like that. Um, okay. Now, culture. So this is stuff how it relates to the world or how people in the world relate to it or how it has affected the world. The first being a big fat fucking opinion. <laughs> so do people talk about it? Is it discussed? Does people have opinions about it? I think people have opinions about Netflix. I think people do discuss it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's probably not that controversial. So maybe like right in the middle, maybe like a five. What do you think? Um, yeah, I feel like having an opinion about Netflix is a little silly. <laughs> like, I feel like the most people, the most the opinion would be, would be like, oh, there's so much stuff to watch. I keep on scrolling, yeah, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I think five might be high. I think maybe like three or four. <laughs> yes. I think I think that works. Let's do three, and then universal awareness. Does everyone know about it? Uh, is it hard to know about, or is it universally like? Is there universal appeal? Right. I think Netflix is pretty high. I think probably. it gets big ones for that. I think it's... Uh, maybe like an eight. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Because like obviously not a ten, because obviously not everyone in the world is going to have it. Right. And then bangers. Does it have bops? Does it have songs that slap? And I think Netflix itself doesn't. Yeah. The only thing I could think of would be original series theme yeah. songs. <laughs> yeah. So I think that gets a low. That's really I'd low. That's say, like one or two. I'd say a one. Yeah. All right. Plug in the formula, baby. Wait, wait. Before we plug in the formula, do you have a gut of how of what you think Netflix will get before we plug in the formula to see if it's accurate? Oh, um... Because I was thinking low on like maybe a two or a yeah, three. Yeah, I feel like it's in like the one to three zone given yeah. the thing we just plugged in. Um, it's got to be somewhere around there. My gut says that that seems right. Okay, I think I messed up the formula somehow. One second. We'll cut how all could, this shit. How could you do this? Okay, uh, I, I had to go away there for a second to fix some formulas on the rubric because I made a new column and I fucked everything up. But um, given all the little entries we put into the rubric, um, confirming our thought of that this is low, we got a 3.2, so Ooh. I'd round that down perhaps to 3 um okay i how do we feel about that now like this is sort of like you know getting like uh going to a psychic having your like tarot cards yeah. read they're they're not necessarily telling the future they're telling you something and then what is it that you think about that <laughs> i think i i feel like i was leaning towards a two i was too <laughs> and so a three feels maybe a little high but also like some of the things in there like the none of these things in the rubric are weighted right Mm. And so some of the things might have a little more weight to them than others yes. as far as like how Star Wars it like goes the fact for that this. It's a company. <laughs> yeah, would take it down, right? So I think like this is rubric is really good. Yes. Andrew did a really good job. Oh my because god, it's it, so good. <laughs> because we did get to the pretty dang close of what we were just and of what we were thinking in our guts, which right. is normally how this ends anyway. But yeah, I th- I want to say uh uh two for two. Dun-dun. 
uh, Netflix things. And oh, that's your okay. That's my unit of measure. Um, mine will be um, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna do a a little bit different like grammar to how I t- say my sure. final score. My score will be out of Ted Saran, and I'm gonna give it a dose. So my score is Ted Sarandos. <laughs> Who is the and there you CEO have it. of Netflix? <laughs> and there you have it, folks. We figured it out. Um, well, it's a two, and the rubric works great. Andrew, we're going to keep using it. I can't wait to compare <laughs> your thoughts on Avatar: The Last Airbender once we do it. Uh, let's see. I sh- let's wrap up, right? Yeah. Do you yes. want us on the internet? If you do, we're at House Star Wars on Twitter and Instagram. You can email us like Andrew did. Send us cool stuff. We got a rubric. We got art before. We got a great breakdown of how Star Wars is chilly. We've gotten some really cool stuff from you guys. Keep sending us cool stuff, please. And you can email us at agoodpodcast at gmail.com because that's what this is. Yeah, baby. Um, give us a five-star review, please. Yeah. We would love that. We are still hovering like around the high 80s, I think, on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever. Um, that'd be really cool to hit 100 on there, man. That would be really dope. Give us that. Give us that for Christmas. Hey, give us that for Thanksgiving, hey. and then give us two hundred for Christmas. <laughs> um. So, if you want to find our social media, you can check the show notes. As far as other projects go, I've got that audio book out. It's called The Code. Check out my website, also in the show notes. And what else, Mike? Anything? Got videos and stuff. Yeah, you can look at my YouTube and my Instagram or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just do whatever you just do whatever you want, man. Yeah, follow me. Follow me. Uh, but yeah, I think it's about time for Tell You Bye Bye. Right? I think so too. I think those little periscopes are coming out of the green hills Ooh. and they're all going, Time for Tell You Bye Bye. And the sun and the, is giggling. The baby sun is going, <laughs> <laughs> So, like we always say, we, we love, love you. <laughs> and may the fourth be with you. you. Bye bye. Bye. Time for puppy. Puppy? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Two ciders in, baby. <laughs> Time for puppy. To can't even say puppy bye bye. Should that be something we add to our sign off now? Time for puppy. <laughs> time for puppy. Well, like we always say, it's time for puppy. <laughs> I mean, time for tubby bye bye. <laughs> uh-huh. uh.